There's a big problem with the analysis I'm seeing on the impact of Alberta's carbon tax, and that is the impact's being assessed in isolation. And by the way, that's why I think so many economists keep on having to revise their estimates for economic growth downward. I mean, the new carbon tax in Alberta is going to cost middle and upper income families $320 in 2017 and $470 and rising every year after that. But that's not close to the whole story. That increase has to be added into other tax increases and mandatory transfers to municipal, provincial, and federal government. I mean, in Alberta, the NDP government's already announced increases to liquor and cigarette taxes, higher fees and licensing in a variety of areas, as well as significant provincial income tax increases that start at 20% in anyone earning over 125000 to reaching 50% increase on incomes over 300000 Then throw in the federal Liberals' tax increase in anyone making over 200000 But that's still not all. I mean, urban centers like Calgary are hiking property taxes 3.5%, Edmonton 4.9%. That also translates into higher rents. I mean, for business in Alberta, it's just as bad. In Calgary, there's been some massive property tax hikes on businesses. The provincial NDP is hiking corporate income tax rates by 20% in addition to other increases. I mean, the point is, add it all up from all three levels of government, and only then can you assess the negative impact on the overall economy and individual spending and saving. I mean, the lip service paid to the need for economic growth, diversification, and jobs. The actions tell a very different story. Raising taxes in a struggling economy is never going to lead to recovery. That's not just economics. That's common sense. My name is Mike Campbell. Join me Saturday for Money Talks.